That'll happen. That'll happen. Topped up full of batteries, fellas. Yeah, no, no. We're, yeah. we're all good to go on batteries. We're good to go on batteries. All right. I'm going to start the thing. Mm-hmm. One, two. I got it, too, now. I can... How's the sound, Cash? Uh, sound through here is great. Yeah. Through there is weird, but I had to tap this. I think it might be this channel that is the thing that's that's screwing with us. I sound fantastic because I'm holding my microphone close to my face oh, because one person complained. Not one person. That yeah, was the just two the of you pr- don't count. <laughs> Other people have complained. No, it was just they've been private and then, and then at parties. Fu- your your fucking boyfriend Dan by early. I could hear him. Yeah, of course he did. No, but he was one of the people that complained before. Nah, not Danny. <laughs> John Ether doesn't Danny like it. boy, <laughs> the pipes, the pipes are calling. Oh, no. I can see down the street all the people are <laughs> pouring flooding. out of Griffins of Kinsale. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking around like the dogs that smell a barbecue, but aren't sure where it's coming from. the mountainside. Neil, you got some pipes. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not great. It's I would never expect that the singer of Ontario <laughs> by Nintendo. Oh, would, no. You know what I learned? Uh, Nintendo in, in Portuguese means understand. Oh, wow. You guys were cross-culturally relevant. At the time. Oh, oh, oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> it, you can hear the puberty, the puberty just falling off your voice like it's like it's Motherfucker, a, I was like 19. Yeah, so the, the, puberty the puberty falling out of your voice. I'm assuming you're a late bloomer. Yeah, a little bit of a late It bloomer. still seems like you're blooming. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a blooming. <laughs> no, 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 that's, just, that's just the nose blossoms. Yeah, yeah, it's just the gin blossoms. Yeah, you and WC Fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bill, as they call him. Guys, I am one day sober. Uh, oh, boy. Hey. Did drink last night. Congratulations. So, yeah, thank you so much for that. Appreciate Fantastic. it. Not belittling anyone's journey. Nope. <laughs> that's, uh, that's good. Was it, what'd you do last night? Um, paced around my house. <laughs> I was incredibly bored. Uh, Could have used one. Got some weird news. And I was like, I was like, oh, maybe I should go walk over to the liquor store. I don't feel like do- I didn't. F- uh, the thing is, drinking for me, it's celebratory. Right. Yeah. So when I'm in a yeah, bad yeah. mood, I don't feel like drinking. That's good. Yeah. 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 No, you end up way less self-destructive. I, I, yeah. Cause sure. you're going to get more bad news than good news in your life. So <laughs> that's a good <laughs> point. Probably. But, the, but, but have but you hey. seen Jonah? He looks great. Things yeah. must be going terrible. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on and if he's fighting with his wife, but I saw him at the yeah. gym. <laughs> you know what it is, though? I had to like shave down a whole bunch of my face. And um, when I don't have any facial hair, it really shows. Uh, the, <laughs> there you go. The, the, the decisions really show. And then I, ha- I have an audition tomorrow oh. uh, uh, that I won't get because when uh, it's never really worked out. But it is for a dad in a network sitcom multicam. Really? So you know it's not going to be me. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe is it like a delinquent? Why fucking hold? Be careful what you say. Is it a dad who's aged really well? 
Like, is it a young dad I who maybe so. had kids really young? Is like, oh, you're trying to say I'm too babyface for it to be a dad? God damn it, I can't be. Um... Dude, I'm the best at this. I could turn it around. <laughs> Good rule of thumb. Never yeah. talk about how someone looks ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Never, you know, Tom Sharpling rule. You know who you look like? Never. Never no, do that. That's yeah, the yeah. worst. And don't, uh, yeah, you know, only, only praise. Hey, that's a great sweater. Yeah, you know what it is. Uh, I I get a lot of it where it's because there's so many guys, you know, unshaven, shaggy hair with glasses uh, for so much of where it's it's happened a lot more since uh, Mystery Science Theater. But it's just like something. It's like it's like it's like, hey, you're me. And then like I look at them, I go, Oy. yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, <oof. laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, this is Jonah Radio. Cash Hartzell is here. Hi, everybody. Uh, Neil Mahoney also here. Also here and on microphone and on microphone. You're holding it like you've been doing your whole life. It's really impressive. I'm really, really stoked for you, Neil. Um, but we are going to start with a uh, 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 quick little song. Um, uh, was chatting, chatting with um, with uh, again this uh, guy on the podcast sometime soon in the future. So now I feel like I play one of his songs. This is uh, <laughs> uh, POS out of Minneapolis, part of the Doom Tree Collective with the song Bumper. Ooh. Uh, look out uh, for the, uh, I, think, I think this is the song with the um, uh, Fugazi reference, but, oh, but the fucking drums on this are sick. Yeah.
right. Bumper by POS. Nice. Uh, nice that's from their 2012 album, We Don't Even Live Here. Uh, that wasn't the song, but I, there is some song on there where it's like uh, he mentions like Fugazi and like they cut to, like they just drop in a sample of this one's ours, let's take it over. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, the uh, the Oscars happened. I, I, I watched most of it from a uh, uh, open mic in Silver Lake at the Silver Lake Lounge open mic, which uh, sign up starts at five. <laughs> Oof. Uh, so just in time for the red carpet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so I got there, put, and this has been a long time since I did this. I put my name in the bucket. Nice, really. Yeah, and then like uh, you know, guys. You don't called. necessarily need to do that, do you? No, I mean, well, you know, I just didn't want to, you know, do the process. I didn't really see exactly who. I saw the bucket and the and the you know slips of paper, but I didn't see who was running it. So I was yeah. like, well, I'll just put it in. Uh, and then like the guy called my name. I was like fifteen. Oof. Um, <laughs> and the, and it was like one of those things. The guy was like, you know, blah blah blah, naming you know, Renee. He's like Jonah Ray. And I was like, <laughs> oh fuck. And then after all, everyone signed up. He came over to me. He's like, he's like, he's like, why are you gonna disrespect me and, and sign up for this open mic? Why don't you could just put, I just put you on. And I was like, I didn't want to just, hey man, I just want to do the thing. I want to yeah. do the thing. Sometimes you go to the batting cage just to play catch. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's probably why I did because, like, you know, a good friend of ours, a guy we've known for a long time, Brody Stevens, uh, uh, recently passed away, yeah. um, and he was he was great. He was uh, we enjoyed him. We I I I. He made me enjoy it. Enjoy it. He, uh, it's a, I, I highly suggest looking going online. I actually go to see uh, Comedy Central on their app and on their website. They put all Brody Steven stuff uh, in front of the paywall, so you can watch his show. Enjoy it. Which did you work on that at all? No. Okay. Kyle Ryder did. Kyle Ryder. Kyle did. Ryder cut it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Joe Wagner. And, yeah. yeah uh, but like, uh, yeah, it's like you know Zach Galifianakis produced it. He's in it a ton, and it's it's a pretty great show. And then like also his stuff, his special, his half hour special, which he did. The same year I did mine. Yes, that's yeah. right. Me, him, Sean O'Connor, Lil Rel. In Boston. Right? That was the year was of Boston. Jonah Ray's shiny pants. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude. What a bummer. You I, knew you know I was like you knew those pants. I wore those pants all the time. I believe really? you, I believe I believe you actually auditioned those pants for us beforehand. Uh, it may be actually I, I, on yeah. a, on a Jonah Radio episode because I've been doing this a long time. Yeah, we have. Um, but I believe you auditioned those pants, and you were like, "They're dark, but they're not. They're not bad, right?" And we were like, "No, no, they're they're fine." Yeah, forgetting they were black that we pants, but they just looked like black pants. But like they were shiny camera. brown pants on camera. Yes. Yeah, they were like yeah, and that it, it's called waxed. Denim. Yeah. And uh, I saw some on sale on like some website. And I bought them and I, <laughs> I opened the box. And I was like, "Oh no, these are those." Yeah. <laughs> I was I was in uh, I think it was shooting the pilot for uh, Hidden America, and I went to like a, a comedy show and I did a drop and set. And afterwards, I was hanging out with comics and like everyone was getting real drunk. And then some guy kind of just goes, "Hey man, I got to ask you, uh, what was the what was up with the shiny pants on your half hour?" <laughs> and I was like, "No." <laughs> Yeah, well, we all become famous for things we don't love. <laughs> I set an Irish bar on fire, and all of Fairfax knows about it. You can't go to Canners anymore. No, I really can't, not without uh, yeah, asbestos. Yeah, look up Brody Stevens. Yeah, look up yep. Brody Stevens. He's great, but that's why, yeah, I went to an open mic and fucking tanked so hard. Really? Yeah, really fucking well, just It was just a room it. of comics. It's a room of comics, but not everyone was, I mean, some people were like doing shit. Too. Some people were doing shitty. Yeah. Um, but this happened like I did an open mic, you know, maybe four years ago, and and I, you know, I got in there and the guy's like, "Hey, let, let me put you up." And I was like, oh, "Are you sure? Is that cool?" He's like, "We have drop-ins all the time," and I was like, "Okay." I think it, I, I think it was in New Orleans. I think it was one of the nights I wanted to go just do a show. 
or do a set, you know, and then, um, man, it's like, there was, it felt like they resent, like I got a, like they call my name and it's like, and I got it. I immediately remember like, it's like, this guy is a professional. Yeah. He's coming into my fucking gym yeah. without paying and he's getting it and I have to wait for him to do a yeah. set. Yeah. Yeah. The bump. bump yeah. Bump. Yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't good, and it was like I was, tr- yeah, I was trying new stuff. I was trying to just do do the work. Yeah, and it uh, and it was like maybe I wasn't in the right headspace. Yeah, you know, um, and it was also like you know I'm seeing fucking John Mulaney on the old uh, TV <laughs> at the Oscars. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, am I? Did I make the right decisions? Um, well, oh, yeah, that th- that that always comes. It, it's it's so weird. The award season is very strange. Where you the just uh, just for me, like uh, last year on the Emmys, it was, or what? When when did we both go? It was two years ago, three years ago, three years ago, like three years ago. Yeah, three years ago, and then the night of the Emmys this year, the night of the technical Emmys, where we we know people, you know, we we went, but we also know people pretty much every year that might get nominated or something like that. And I'm was driving my lift around and going like. Am I going to pick up somebody leaving the <laughs> award ceremony that yeah. I went to last year? And, and and I really wanted to at that point just so I could go like, how was it? Oh, yeah? Oh, it wasn't like that the year I went. And then like, <laughs> go back to driving yeah. and just, and just nod, nod. I think I just been. got a lift ride from the ghost of uh, Showbiz Future. <laughs> ghost of Show Friends Future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, oh, but yeah, just one more thing about Brody. Oh, yeah, please. There's a YouTube... Uh, uh, collection of uh, the Brody Stevens interview challenges. That, that is, oh, that's yeah, what we you did. That's we, right. we we all made. We we yeah. made years ago, and one of one of my favorite memories is yeah. like the two days we did doing that, and it's so great and so <laughs> very extra dark. Yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Check it out. But yeah, yeah. we they're, all they're doing them. squat uh, squat Steve tonight. Yeah, I was thinking about going by. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of people I think are going to go. Where? Uh, squat Steve in, well, behind the melt or no no, 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 no. They, that's they, Squat they Melt down. they got that it's uh, it's behind the Steve Allen Steve it's Allen. in the Barry parking lot yeah <laughs> I actually uh, that that lead in Barry fucking confident as shit yeah, right yeah <laughs> he's got he, he did some there's there's something behind that I don't know what it is <laughs> but it's like he's got I wonder what's behind his shiny pants yeah <laughs> Um, well, we're going to take another break and listen to a song from the band Fucked Up. Uh, one of these days when Damien uh, is in town and we're doing this, we're going to have him on. I love that guy so much, the singer yeah. Fucked Up. He's a great dude. But uh, here's uh, a song from their 2011 album, Fucked Up. Uh, or um, to, to The 2011 album from Fucked Up. Um, David Comes Alive, here's the song Queen of Hearts.
effed up. That was effed up for those Try now just to, tuning in and yeah, all our more listeners. Not trying to curse as much. Yeah, we're, we're doing our best to get more mature and get uh, get better ratings, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I just ruined it. Ratings. We just, yeah. yeah, we're we're submitting this episode <laughs> to the numbers from uh, yeah. the Parents Podcast Council. Uh, well, this is a good as time as any. Down. To uh, really uh, take a deep dive mm-hmm. into the front page mm-hmm. of spin.com for a little segment we call Music News. Oh. We should talk to them about branding. The timing on that cue. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Get out of town. Every once in a while, Neil messes up in the right way. No, no. I was. I, I know that I knew there was like a little breath at the beginning of it. Yeah. So I was trying to hit it just right. Well, that's great. Um, so uh, it's time for music news, everybody. Okay. The time where uh, the... I brought a st- I brought one story this week. Oh, great, great! Uh, that it came up in my normal life. Tell us a story. Tell us a story. Oh Jesus! Anytime you guys say that, I go on for too long. So basically, <laughs> uh, in the world of baseball, there's a player named Bryce Harper. He's ho- you don't have to do that right away. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna laugh. But your reactions. Uh, he he is deciding between three teams. I'm just gonna blow right past it. He's okay. deciding between a bunch of teams that are all offering him a bunch of money. Um, the Giants have been in contact with him. The Dodgers, the Phillies. Yesterday, Smash Mouth. The band oh Smash Mouth got on Twitter and started reading the riot act at the ownership group. They're saying like, hey, and, and started reporting things that he had heard behind the scenes about how they weren't really engaging with Bryce Harper seriously. <laughs> Immediately, may have nothing to do with it, but uh, somebody from the Giants got on a plane and went to Las Vegas to start renegotiating with him. And they had another meeting this morning. Wow. So I don't Smash know about Mouth is-, is contributing to the world of sports. Wow. They, wow. They, 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 and well, they, their song is a sports song. It is. All-star. Yeah. Hey, now you're an all-star. Well, it's... Get your game on. Go play. It, it also reminds <laughs> you... All that glitters... Right. I, we don't need to do the... the isn't all. gold. There. Trophies are gold. I get it. Wait, trophies are gold. All that glitters is not gold. So if a trophy isn't uh, made out of gold, then it can't glitter. And therefore, oh my God, guys, we're going to bust this wide open. We really Get are. out the red string. <laughs> don't do it until after he signed, <laughs> though, because I don't want... If it's Smash Mouth that's <laughs> getting him on the team, I well, don't want Smash Mouth. Sorry, I lost the plot. Whose team... Somebody! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whose team... Who? Where, what team is he going to end up on? Uh, it, it's... It, Literally three teams are just offering the most money. It's okay. the San Francisco Giants, the Los Angeles Dodgers, and the and Philadelphia. You want him to stay in San Francisco. I would like him to is. come to San Francisco. He's not. He oh, he's is, not. He, he is from Washington. He's been playing for Washington. Hey, Washington, I got a little, I got a little sports baseball thing. Oh yeah, there, sports there, ball. There's a there's a nope nope nope. Um, we don't use that term anymore. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I did felt disgusting coming out of my mouth. Yeah, it yeah. Was like a, I, Threw up a cigar. Maybe he was taking. I uh, it was. I posted when everyone was doing the the thing about sports ball. I was like, oh, we get a sports ball, and I was just like, I was like, yeah, it's done. Like you know, seven years ago, I yeah. made a sketch. <laughs> yeah, and like, and so it was like, it's like, oh, I'm so tired of like using it as an example. And I was like, no, it was making fun of me. <laughs> it was old. Um, but uh, there is a, a apparently a possibility that the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim might become the Los Angeles Angels of Long Beach. Yeah, I heard oh about boy, that too. Really? Yeah. yeah. And the I, LAA LBs. I that would be if they embraced 
the city of Long Beach and just like there was like a Bradley Noel Day down at uh, <laughs> down at Angel Stadium. Like it, it it could it could really they could really happen. Snoop would be all. Oh over man! It. Take a titty tip from me. It's <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog Day and. He DJed uh, the the NHL All Star game. Really? Last year. Yeah, he loves we money. Went, and he's just like, oh, well, you saying Snoop Dogg doesn't love hockey anywhere? <laughs> he's like wearing the jersey, pictures with the mascot, fist bump all the players. <laughs> wow. He's got to be so good at that, like yeah. at doing corporate events. Yeah. Like, it's got to be yeah. like him, Steve Aoki, and who would be like Chris Angel? Who would be like that? It's got to be like Carrot Top is the number one no, no, corporate a, comedian. Oh well, corporate comedian, yeah, probably. Yeah, you got it's probably like some clean guy that none of us have ever heard. Or of. or Seinfeld is still taking those. Well, oh. yeah. Well, or what's the uh, Jeff Dunham? Yeah. If you want, your I, I don't. Yeah, I did, based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, maybe for John uh, Deere yeah. corporate retreat. But yeah, I uh, once tried to do like a real. Uh, uh, for those who don't know, Jeff Dunham's uh, a bit of a racist. Um, and it's not true. He's just friends with puppets that are racist. Yes. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah and, and that's why I. Uh, I try. It was like my attempt oh, at trying God. to figure out Photoshop, where it was a. I made a parody of uh, the Fresh Prince. Uh, DJ Jesse Jeff from Fresh Prince album. He's the DJ. I'm the rapper. It was like he's the dummy. I'm the racist. <laughs> 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 didn't didn't go viral. No, well, uh, um, my but, mom hired uh, Dana Gould to be a corporate comedian. Oh, really? Person. Yeah. Uh, she said, "Do whatever you want. Just keep it pretty clean, whatever." But it was a terrible gig. It was in Massachusetts. I think he took the gig because he was like, "Oh, free flight to go see my family." Yeah, and then I'll do this one-off thing, get some money, fuck off. Uh, she said. It was great for about 40 minutes. No one was paying attention. Everyone was eating and talking through his whole set. Oh. And he went so blue. Oh, wow. <laughs> At the very end, he just fucking burnt it down. And then... Your mom must have loved that. My mom was, like, embarrassed because, like, yeah. she's responsible yeah. for the company that she was working for. And then she was like, I, I'm so embarrassed. And she made, like, her, like, underling, like, go give him his check. Oh jeez! <laughs> like I don't, I, I, can't, I can't even say goodbye. <laughs> oh boy. Um, well, you wonder. Uh, I wonder about the musician side of that too. Is like because comics, you hear about it because when it's a terrible gig, they're like, "Great, I can tell this story to other comics, or I can tell it from stage, or something like that." But I can't imagine. Like, do you? Can you imagine how many times like fucking Elton John has been brought out at a terrible corporate thing, or like or Kid yeah. Rock? Well, Kid Rock was in that, wasn't he in the uh, the series premiere of uh silicon valley or was that betas <laughs> oh no it was chris rock yeah yeah, yeah no, that's no no kid rock kid, kid rock. rock yeah not, not chris rock uh that, yeah. that was kid rock where it was like hey yeah they were like hanging out at a party and they're like you want to go and go in the backyard and see kid rock and yeah he was just hanging out there or yeah. he was djing there yeah no no he was doing a whole show that i think the season like the first yeah. thing is the show is like this bah, what bah. it's like he's like yeah and then it pulls back and it's just like all these nerds like talking yeah. to each other at a corporate event. Yeah, like standing across the table, like a cocktail table and texting one another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, that, I, I, I did I, one I, kind of corporate thing once and like the thing that's the most deafening is the clinking and the clanking. Oh, uh, man. It's like, it's like you're like, ooh, this deafening. sounds weird. That's I why can't I, stand it when I'm, at, when I'm eating a meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never mind trying to like communicate to a crowd. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's that thing too. It's of... That's like why comedy clubs have mostly finger foods. 
Oh, that's oh. smart. I mean, I'd imagine it's not, it's not a definitive thing. So you're saying my soup-based comedy club is not going to fly? <laughs> Probably not. No. Um, guys, I'm going to do uh, a, a lot. There's a lot of bad music news. Yeah. Uh, so this is good. We're going to just kind of go through them. Each one is going to be uh, worse than the one before. Are you All ready right. for this? Andy Anderson, former Cure drummer, dead at 68. Mm-hmm. That's a real bummer there. Cure, he, he had some good beats. Mark Hollis, founder of the band Talk Talk, dead at 64. Yeah, I saw that. Kind of young there. Familiar with them. A lot of people seem upset. You know that the you know one of their songs because the Cure has covered it. I don't remember which song it is. Yeah. uh, uh, Wait a second. Put a piece of red string between those two. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. (gasps) You're saying. Uh, But they did a "It's My Life," which uh, yeah, "It's My Life." That no doubt. Oh no doubt. uh, Covered, you know. Oh okay. Um, and uh, even even more sad than those, uh, R. Kelly uh, finally getting his his due. Yeah. Um, getting put put into jail. Uh, got a hundred thousand uh, dollar bail bond put on him. Couldn't afford it. Spent a couple days in jail. A lady at a restaurant paid it for him. That's insane. Upon coming out, he went straight to the McDonald's in Chicago, where he used to allegedly pick up underage girls. Oh Jesus. And I thought you were going to say he went to the McDonald's where that waitress worked. <laughs> no, 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 no. She owns a restaurant. She paid for it. Oh, oh wow. She has her own restaurant, so and she was able to afford the hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, um, I thought. I thought there was like a GoFundMe or something, but yeah. Well, there might have been. Yeah. But the, how he got the money to get out? Yeah. Was Somebody. from this lady that did not work. She was not a waitress at oh, McDonald's. Oh, okay. McDonald's, by and large. No waitress, there's no wait staff. So you go up to the counter and you, or you, or you could uh, drive through. And so that's a very popular way I, I, of doing it. I made her deed at a McDonald's yeah. for a very short time. Uh, but yeah, so he he went straight to that, that McDonald's and he started taking pictures and signing autographs oh, for Jesus, what an many asshole. young fans. Uh, and probably the worst element of this segment of music news. Weezer's put out yet another album. <laughs> Did they, the, the, really? black, the Black Album. Oh, the follow-up really? to the Teal Boy. album, the covers album. Um, Brooklyn Vegan did a whole write-up on it, which was pretty great, talking about how they just... Uh, they seem to go and take all the worst aspects of some of their worst albums and put them all into one. Uh, but what they ended up doing was to promote the album, they went on to The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and did a ragtime version of Buddy Holly. Here's a little clip of it. Wait, Fallon's got the Tonight Show? I look just like Buddy Holly. That's a lot, a lot of members of Lisa. It's more of a barbershop quartet than ragtime. No, but there's like seven, eight of them? Well, one of them is... Uh... Uh, oh shoot! What's his name? Uh, Eighty miles. It looks like. Oh, oh nice! I didn't even know he was still on that show. These homies, this is my girl. That's Rivers Cuomo. Why did he go to front? What did we ever do to these guys that made it so violent? You, but you know I'm yours. You, and I know you're. Rivers Cuomo looks so uncomfortable. Yeah. His 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 elbows kind of. Stiff and bent, uh, like of just a guy that's ready to just run. <laughs> he's he's at this point been a performer for yeah. over half of his life. Yeah, but he still feels like an outsider. Yeah. 
and you're Mary Tyler Moore. I don't care what. See, it doesn't have to be funny because it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I. <laughs> they should have just played ping pong or whatever. Yeah. And then they played one of their new singles. Living in LA from their new black album. They're like, it's like Weezer might be neck and neck with Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Mamas and the Papas with how many songs (laughs) about fucking rappers from Los Angeles don't talk about Los Angeles as much. For Weezer! Uh, they pushed into the album cover and then they cut to the playing. That's pretty cool. I'm back in black. No one to hold my hand. It seems that we're together, but alone. Is it? Okay, I. So I. There did a Weezer podcast for like 15 episodes that never came out with a lot of people. Um, <laughs> but I never bothered. Uh, it never came out? No, it never came out. Um, I gave them all to them. But I was like, here, here. They, they wanted, they wanted to start cutting it, and I was like, I said I'd record it. Here you yeah, go. Yeah. Um, but uh, nobody has. You aged know what? That's, more that's crazy. Than- we never cut anything out of this. So cash. Uh- <laughs> 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 um, but but it, nobody has gotten into the wrong things more than Rivers Cuomo. Like when he was the first two, <laughs> like. The first album is like, oh great, he was he he wrote a he wrote an album about his youth, about like there's in the garage and all these things about beca- being like a awkward teen and stuff like that. It's great. Then he he goes and he goes to Harvard and he makes this album that's like half mu- butterfly and it's like, oh wow, he really like went off the intellectual deep end and found this piece of art that connected with him. And then wrote songs connected to it that were really amazing. And then he got like a Britney Spears album and fell into that. And that's all he's been doing for the for the last. Well, it's like Pinkerton. Albums? And this has been like you know, it's such well worn territory. Yes. Uh, like you know, uh, Pinkerton bombed, and then he tried to make a, like, and then the Green album, which I didn't like when it came out, and uh, now you know. Yeah. And now fine, now it but, rates pretty high. Yeah. Uh, but then it's like this this conversation is so. Um, so done. Have been so welcoming. Oh, don't mention yes. it. That's what neighbors are for. Yeah, you're welcome over here anytime. This is from the Thank SNL so sketch. Hey, cheers to our new neighbors. Oh, Matt Damon cheers. and Leslie Jones. Cheers. Oh, now we're talking. Who put this on? Well, this song sounds familiar. What is it again? Uh, I don't know. It's your son shuffle. I'm sorry. Wait, you haven't heard this yet? This is Weezer's cover of Africa. It's good, right? Weezer? I didn't even know they were still a band. <laughs> yeah, where the hell you been, Rick? I mean, they just set a release date for the freaking Black Album. I I, mean, I, I saw this sketch. I think it's about either it's somebody on the SNL staff that either knows Nate Fernald or Sh- uh, Sean O'Connor. <laughs> and they just wrote this about them and then we're like, hey, guys, check it out. It's pretty much it. It's, uh, Come on, it's Weezer. Matt Damon oh, loves okay. Weezer. Yeah. All Weezer. So mm-hmm. you're a Weezer fan? Leslie Jones, please, old Weezer. Damn straight. I mean, I think they're doing some cool things right now. <laughs> Baby, be cool. <laughs> just getting to know the neighbors. I'm just a little confused because real Weezer fans know that they haven't had a good album since Pinkerton in '96. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh oh. Looks it like we have a purist in the house. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. I'm going to have fun with this. <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> What's happening is that Weezer put out two perfect albums, Blue and Pinkerton, and the rest was 
Pretty corny? Well, well, that's your opinion, but me, I'm ride or die. <laughs> For we, sir? <laughs> <laughs> that's his wife asking him asking yeah. him that. And you know, they get they get way into it and you know, it's uh and and Leslie Jones is right. And yep. <laughs> but it's like it's funny because I remember the one of the first times I was working at G four and so this must have been like two thousand six or seven where like uh, i was talking to this, there was some younger girl now at that time i was you know what 25 maybe or 20 you know something like that and and there was like some like you know 18 year old girl that worked there and she was like oh, i'm going to the weezer show tonight and i was like i was like oh wow yeah 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 i, I used to like them a lot she's like oh you're one of those fans oh, oh. and i was like what do you mean she's like old guy fans <laughs> and i was like i'm 24 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how old is she now? I don't know. Successful. Yeah. yeah uh, but anyway, uh, that is it for your music news. Yeah, that's right. That was everything, everything that happened in music. That's the Jonah Radio <laughs> promise. <laughs> we cover everything that happened. Uh, Five minutes to uh, the hour. Every, <laughs> every hour. We'll tell you everything that happens in music in news. In music news. And traffic and weather on mission in Pasadena. On, on the sixes. I, uh, I got this like loaner car from the dealership that I bought my actual car from. And uh, the only pre-programmed radio station is the weirdest talk radio news. It's the CBS talk, mm-hmm. talk and news <laughs> station. And... Uh, I listened to it for like three days and it's so it, I, I can see why like you know people who drive trucks and shit for a living go insane because they tell you the same information oh. every 10 minutes yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and they like on the west side there's been an arrest in the scandal of someone shooting out car windows with BB guns they, they love local crime too yeah they oh, yeah. love like Oh, that anywhere there's a murder, there they have somebody on scene. And just like with the shifting landscape of like how people you know get their news, I know that there's like five people working there. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. it's like some really tired lady with like a coffee cup that someone gave her as a birthday present on yeah. her desk, and she's just like, "All right, what are we going to talk about for the next twenty four hours?" <laughs> oh, it's it's amazing. It and and. The the one I listen to when I'm when I'm driving lifts a lot is the one that has Dr. Drew do the midday show. Oh, and it is. The, I like listening to them doing the tease of what they're going to talk about and then never listening again because they're <laughs> always like, "You got to hear our take on this." And I was like, "There's no one. There's no reason that Dr. Drew should be talking about that." <laughs> Dr. Drew did. Uh, Doctor what? Neil. Doctor Drew. Uh, okay. What? Pinsky. Yes. Dr. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He did a uh, drunk history this year. Oh, oh. He was on last week. He was like, "Can we do, okay from now on? From now on, Doctor Pinsky. That's, Dr. that's Pinsky. all. That's all we're referring to." Him okay, as. so Doctor Pinsky did uh, drunk history in the Derek Waters role, where he was oh. the sober, oh really, uh, uh, expediter, yeah. for Duncan Trussell, telling a story about uh, how they used to uh, something about like dolphins and LSD and jerking them off. Yeah, that all checks out. <laughs> yeah, yay, man. It was good to see him. I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, it was cool to see a lot of those yeah. people, everyone just doing their it's, brodies. Um, uh-huh. It's amazing how much a community... I, I, that that was going to come off snarky, but it really is amazing to see how much a community came together uh, yeah. over Brody. 
over over that. Well, it was it's a it, testament to him. It's just yeah, and it also like it's a good reminder though. Oh, we we are a part of a community, mm-hmm. the comedy community, yeah. uh, which is you know it's not specific and it's uh, you know amorphous and yeah, and it moves. Uh, and- yeah, and it's different scenes and bits between it and eras, but like. You know, when, you know, our, our friend in the comedy community died and then like a bunch of us met up at a bar mm-hmm. that was a uh, revamped version of a shithole bar that used to be there <laughs> called Big Fish where uh, Doug, uh, no, it was it was uh, Johnny Pemberton. Was it John? No, it was, it was Doug Pound. It was Doug Pound show. It was Doug Pound show. It was I think D&D, it was both of their shows. It was, no, it was D&D joke, uh, joke okay. factory or whatever because uh, it was uh, Denver. Oh, okay. That guy Denver and then it was uh, Doug Pound. Uh, and then, like, yeah, it's like you know, it was it, no one ever did well because it was a bunch of like surly regulars at it's this dive a, bar. It's yeah, not it's a, a good it's a railroad room for bar. comedy yeah. either. It's it's right on the railroad tracks in San Fernando, yeah. off San Fernando. It it, it looks uh, like a place there should be a lady in like a slinky dress with a bass player singing. Like yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there was on many. In the, yeah, it's, it, it was it was across a ro- the street from the trade tracks a strip club. Yeah, <laughs> and and, a, and Brody would always kill. No one would really do well. The Brody would yeah. always kill. Um, There's a This American Life like. When they had the HBO show about that. Oh, room. that's right. Yeah, that is yeah. true. I, I remember we were talking about that. Forgot about um, that. Um, there's there's the podcast of it uh, as well. But like when they had the H, I think it was HBO or Showtime. Showtime, oh. I think. Uh, yeah, the, like you can see the Thinking Man's HBO. Like, <laughs> hey, Ray Donovan. Uh, you can see like how tough that room was. Like just people not looking at the stage. Like, yeah, just sitting there. Like drinking their fucking, you know, Miller lights yeah. and just like cringing at every word out of the Do you know how many layers room? of spite a joke has to get through in order to get somebody <laughs> at that show to laugh? Yeah. And the most you'll ever get is ah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's another comic going, Yeah. Ah, you changed it. Yeah. You changed it. <laughs> from the last time I saw it. Uh, no, we, night. we talked about that in the car. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, but it was connect- it was also cool connecting with an old friend of ours, uh, uh, Boris Hamilton. Oh yeah, know, we haven't I'd, seen in I'd years. I seen and, Boris in a long time. Yeah, he has a, he has a, like a podcast about like tiki drinks, and I told him I was like, uh, I was like, if you can figure out a way to get us into this, it's like well, like the Jonah Radio Boys will do an episode of his tiki podcast if we can go to Tiki Tea, which is yeah. this like you know the size of this room we're in right now, which it's is a very small, small bar. Yeah, uh, very expensive and nice, but small, of course. <laughs> um, it's, it, I think it's the last bar in Los Angeles, at least that I know about, that you can smoke inside because yeah. it's uh, uh, owner operated. O- owner operated, and because it's owner operated, they close whenever he wants to go surfing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Six yeah. months a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's closed a lot. I don't think you can smoke in there anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I've driven by on my way home a lot, and uh, you see people outside. Yeah. The, but it's. Also I can't that, imagine like if if you're smoking like, do you want to smoke in a super crowded tiny room? No. You just don't like, want to get up and lose your seat. Well, yeah, I, that there's like literally only like twenty seats in there. Yeah, I think less. I think there's probably a dozen at tops. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and uh, but like. Like smoking, like I'd just be so worried about like burning someone's shoulder. It's it, at yeah. this point, I think it's strictly for the novelty. Like there are people that go in there and they're like, "I don't smoke. Give me one. It's this is great." Yeah, I'd go there more if I weren't so deathly afraid of the hangover that tiki drinks. <laughs> oh give my me. god, I don't know. Like, I don't know. How like you you does get that. you get it before you're even done with the first drink. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just it's like, oh, what's that? 
Kahlua landslide. Uh, and then it's like, yeah, well, it's um, six parts sugar, chocolate, and uh, yeah, fat. and then and then every booze. <laughs> and yeah. then, really, every yeah. booze. Yeah, they, we just put all of them in there. <laughs> yeah, oh, we man. just give you a suicide. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I just, <laughs> that's what most tiki drinks are always like. It's like that's three different types of liquor in that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like there's, well, no, there's 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 no sense that like in Polynesia they didn't have exposure to tequila, scotch, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and fucking vodka. Yeah, like they had their own thing. Like that should be the thing that's in those drinks, not like this fucking global paradise of every booze ever invented. Ugh. That's why they named the American version of a lot of drinks after our the place where our nation comes together, Long Island. Yeah, L-I-T. that was a little long. Yeah, it's a little Long Island. Little, little Long Island. Well, we're playing a song off uh, as the new single for the uh, new Pause album. I didn't play any Pause last week, did I? Nope. No, we didn't. Because yeah. the news about their album came out since then. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, Pause has uh, got a new label. They got a new album coming out later this year. P-A-W-S. And this is um, this is uh, from the, the, your church on my bonfire, and it's a uh, you could tell that Phil from Pause. Um, uh, ha- the the you know they they opened up for um, uh, speaking of uh, suicide uh, um, uh, pause opened up a couple tours for Frightened Rabbit and okay. uh, that dude the singer from Frightened Rabbit like you know recently yeah. uh, killed himself and so it really affected the boys in pause because they kind of looked up to him because he's like you know these Scottish guys that really yeah. got out and got big and um, and so this is uh, I can hear a lot of that on this album and this is the song not enough. Uh, from P-A-W-S Pause
I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners regardless of quality or content with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world. And you can win a custom a magnet. A custom magnet. Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's an example of a game, Manolo? Pokemon or medication. How do you play that? You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name or mm-hmm. a Medi- medication. Medication. First-time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear from you it's really fun for the whole family we'll be every other wednesday starting march 13th and we're coming to max fun snorlax pokemon yes nice Shout outs now. Peace to I'm just gonna hold your hand when you die. Purpose and dedicate will also be there too. Just gonna hold your hand when you die. And this is gonna send a moms the world will help you. Just gonna hold your hand when you die. Cause the fellowship and after will help you. Just gonna hold your hand when you die. To the minute empire hip hop clan too. I'm just here to hold your hand, do not I'm just here to hold your hand when you just here to hold your hand when you
All right. What you just heard was some insanity from Los Angeles' very own Bus Driver. That was, uh, that was like the first Bus Driver song I ever heard. Um, he just put out a new album. Uh, he's, he's great. Uh, that's uh, Imaginary Places from the album Temporary Forever. Uh, oh, boy. Um, so, uh, no, I have, I'm out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's been a hell of a week. Uh, because every time I run out of something to talk about this week, I've been talking about Brody. So I, I, yeah. I, I, I uh, yes, he guys, he affected this entire generation of comedians. He, and the next one, and the next one, both he, coasts, both coasts. Yeah, very uh, rare. Um, yeah, one everyone, of his, uh, every comic can do it. Like uh, some some kind of Brody. My favorite Brody joke. Uh, I'm lonely. I go to the batting cages to play catch. God damn it. He, he's, he's going to be around forever in the stories that we tell and everything, but I know for the three of us, I don't want to speak for the three of us, but I will. Um, we're, we're all going to miss him. Please talk to everyone you know um, about uh, whatever they're going through um, and be open. That's Frankly, that's what I've done in, in the last week. There's so many places. I know people... I know people have spoken on Twitter about squashing comedy beefs. That uh, <laughs> that uh, positivity is taking over. Yeah, in comedy. even Chris D'Elia is talking about being positive. I'm just like, dude, that's like not your brand. <laughs> yeah, no, you you that ship sailed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, Sam Tripoli's been doing some like he's been very nice. I'm just like, it's, like these, it's like it's like the true turning of the tide at the comedy stores. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like this hellmouth that's been fucking angry for decades is now like what if we were wrong maybe brody was right what it's, if- it's the combination of Mit- mitzi not being there and brody suddenly being gone and it's like yeah. oh wow we can we can live our lives maybe yeah. we should throw a coat of paint on this room yeah. <laughs> black inside and out yeah for fucking 50 years maybe we should since the mob was killing people in the basement yeah what a black paint and just red lights well i don't know it seems kind of scary that's comedy <laughs> you gotta want it <laughs> Yeah, that was like Toyota Avalon leather exterior. Yeah, yeah. That's my Mitzi story. Like uh, I got off stage, she's uh, uh, she's like, "Connection have beer on stage," and then walked away. Oh, oh. well. And then I want what I should have said was, "So cocaine is fine then." <laughs> but yes, Brody is such an inc- incredibly specific amazing dude and such a great comic uh and also not like it's one of those things yeah. where it's like you have to really like get it to yeah. enjoy it um you know because it's like it's like it's it the, he does have great jokes yeah, yeah. but that's not it no. and he does have a big character but that's also him well yeah. one of the one of the tributes i saw this week was from the neil hamburger twitter account who's like i was blown away when Brody Stevens ditched material, and I was, and I was like, I could kind of think of that time where Brody went from like, he he always had jokes, but he got to the point where he was like, okay, I don't need jokes anymore. It never guaranteed that he would get an audience, yeah. but it was just like he had that. Yeah. For is weird. He had a confidence about him that 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 was uh, that was something. But like when Neil Hamburger likes your anti comedy, that's yeah. like the, <laughs> yeah. the highest you can go. Yeah. I sleep on an air mattress. It's depressing. <laughs> Literally, there's a hole in it. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. And to announce, like, that was the thing. It was that 
it was more than that meta narrative thing that Jim Gaffigan does with that third voice. Yeah, it was this thing where yeah. he was he would proudly exclaim, "He like it's like <laughs> uh, it's like that joke didn't go well. Gonna try yeah. another one. Where are you from?" He was like the color commentary for yeah. his own. Fucking yeah, it, w- it was a whole thing. It was he was on stage, but he was also calling what was happening on stage. You got it. He yeah. would tell you about what was happening behind closed doors. I. He'd tell you what happened on the way there, which yeah. explained why his set was going weird. <laughs> was that John Roy had that great uh, story on Twitter, uh, where it was like touch time. How it was like it was like a industry show, and ever all the comics were laughing, and then uh, and then Brody goes on stage. It's like it's like no one was laughing. All the comics are nervous. Yeah. Brody goes on stage, and it's like um, you think I'm nervous in an industry cr- crowd? I hip pocket you. <laughs> and hip pocket is a term for like agents and managers use where you help somebody out but you don't officially represent them yeah and then it made everybody laugh and then he just fucking destroyed then everyone destroyed after that uh at that at that uh thing we all we all went to matt bronger was there um and he had told a story on twitter that he had forgot to post like number two and number seven so it didn't really hold together so i had him tell me the story (laughs) there and he told me this story because brody loved baseball i love baseball so we we spent a lot of time talking about that but um he he had this relationship with baseball where he would go to spring training and like entertain teams and yeah. then bring him in as like, like a, a motivational, motivational like, yeah. speaker. And it's also great that the fucking dude from the Cubs, the Cubs, general manager, right? Yeah, and and he has a good relationship with the Cubs and when they won that World Series, he was around a lot. He he was, um, so he had this very strong connection to baseball, but Bronger was telling me, he's like, I did this gig in Florida during spring training uh, a couple of years ago and Bronger was just like, I didn't really know what was going on. Like I had like a baseball reference that went terribly, but I just did my set and it didn't go great. And he's like, and then Brody goes up and he's like, the crowd is full of baseball legends. It's Ken Griffey Jr. It's oh, like, it's, it's all of the all-stars and they're all that are all down there to like consult for spring training. It's basically, they bring in the great players and they yeah. tell them how to play, but it's this sort of night thing for it. And he says, he goes up there and he makes legends of baseball laugh so hard they're throwing chairs. <laughs> <laughs> like they, and he is so, he knows everything about them because they're all his heroes and stuff like that. And Bronger specifically says he walks up to Ken Griffey Jr. Or Ken Griffey Jr. like stood up to defend somebody and was like talking back to him on stage. And he's like, oh, I got Ken Griffey Jr. coming at me. Who am I? And he names a player that apparently everybody in the room knows it. Ken Griffey Jr. had a problem with. Oh, funny. <laughs> but no, like, Bronger's like, it sounded just like a, a name to me. And he says, the fucking room exploded. It was, it, it made me really happy to hear it, but it was like Brody Stevens playing to his perfect audience. Yeah. And they loved him. And he was, <laughs> he was talking about after, he's like, I'm standing by the bar, Brody's standing next to me, and fucking... Like Joe Morgan and Willie Mays are stopping by, going like, "I got to get a picture with this dude." Uh, this is—I've never laughed that hard. Incredible. And I was just like, "I'm." I, I was. I went up to to Matt after he said it, and I was like, "Thank you for telling me that because it's so nice to hear about such a great moment, such a happy moment that I, I'm sure for him and that he, uh, for a guy who told you his entire resume, he was kind of humble about that." Yeah. That, that, that sort of stuff. <laughs> hangover, hangover two, cut out, out of, of funny, funny people. people, hangover three. Yeah. Fuck you! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, we're I we're, was, we're ta- I was talking to BJ uh, online, and I was saying like that night where he turned <laughs> that fucking David Cross hipster or- audience at uh, M Bar. Oh yeah. <sighs> 
just attacked him. Oh, God. Just dropped the mic and just fucking went after the audience. And like, was like, I wanted to be your friend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the key, the, the jock rage that Brody had yeah. so many times. He was just like, he was he was a good athlete. He went went all the way through it. And then he got into comedy and he discovered all the nerds that he'd been making fun of for years yeah. were now his peers. And it kind of enraged him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't, but I mean, there was like that jock sensibility, but like at every step, there was a sidecar of so sensitive and vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, and it was like it was plain to see, but it was like the contrast was always there, right in front of everyone, and people who didn't get it just fucking don't get it. Yeah, they yeah. Don't get anything. I, I, I one one more thing about Brody that I loved was his ability to dish it out but not take it at all. Yeah. <laughs> Like he he was pretty good with some insults and he could pull some references, but uh, especially with Howard, you turn that on him so quickly and you you serve something back to him and he's just kind of shuts down. And like, oh, yeah, I yeah. had to had to do that. But it's also that's the best defense mechanism, yeah. making some feel bad for the thing you just did. <laughs> oh, guys, take that with you if you take nothing else. Yeah, a defense mechanism. <laughs> uh, all right, well that's it for this episode of Jonah Radio. Um, Guest oh, list. Host full. Yes. Uh, so, oh, um, Jesus. He's holding his mic right in front of his face like we told him. He's hoisted us on his own petard. And that's what mm. you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. That's that. We're going to end with a song from uh, the Florida band Gouge Away. This is off their album Burnt Sugar. Uh, that's a Pixies reference. Is no? called, yes. Uh, the song's called Only Friend on Jonah Radio.
this is Amy Mann. And I'm Ted Leo. And we have a podcast called The Art of Process. We've been lucky enough over the past year to talk to some of our friends and acquaintances from across the creative spectrum to find out how they actually work. And so I have to write material that makes sense and makes people laugh. I also have to think about what I'm saying to people. If I kick your ass, I'll make you famous. The fight to get LGBTQ representation in the show. Mm-hmm. We weirdly don't know as many musicians as you would expect. I really just became a political speechwriter by accident of realizing that I have accidentally uh, pulled my pants down. <laughs> Listen and subscribe at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast. It's like if the guinea pig was complicit in helping the scientist. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.